Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. So two cars are sitting at a traffic light. And in one car, this driver's in a just in a major hurry. They've had meetings all day. They're running late. They've got to get to this important session. And so they're sitting there looking at this light going, come on, come on, come on. And when the light turns green, they just, oh my gosh, that's the longest light I've ever sat at. In the car right beside them, this driver's, you know, enjoying their day. They've got their windows open. It's a beautiful day. They're singing along and onto a song on the radio. And when the light turns green, they go, wow, that light was fast. Well, who's right? The answer to that might depend on whether you're talking to somebody who's a narcissist or not. Because if there's a narcissist in one of those cars, they are right. And there's no room for anyone else to have a different perception. You see, perceptions are based on a lot of things that are not just cold, hard facts of how long is that traffic light? We're going to time it. Is it two minutes and 14 seconds? No. Perception is based on your feelings, your thoughts, your experiences, where your mind is right at that moment. In reality, two people are allowed to have very different perceptions and they both are right. But when there's a narcissist involved, no, I, you know, I'm going to show you, I'll teach you that I'm right. I'm going to time that light and I'm going to time all the other lights in town just to show you that I'm right. Perceptions, like I said, are based on so much more than hard reality. Non-narcissistic people can see that. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. And the lifeline of this podcast that you are listening to right now is you hitting that subscribe or follow button. So please do that right now, wherever you're listening, leave us a review as well. It not only keeps you current with these episodes, but it also extends our reach to this hurting world. You are a part of this mission. It costs you nothing, but it makes such a huge difference. Now, today we're talking about perceptions, and I want to talk about gaslighting. So what is gaslighting? So gaslighting is taking away your right to your perception. Okay, gaslighting is denying that right to somebody, proving that your perception, my perception is right and yours is wrong, putting you on unstable ground all the time to the point that you now doubt your own perception, to the point that you now doubt your own right to even have a perception. It causes you to doubt your own sense of reality and your own sense of self. Let's go back to that traffic light example. If I'm, in the dri- if I'm the driver of one of the cars, maybe the car that's not in a hurry, and my narcissistic partner is the driver of the other car, and later we're having a conversation about that traffic light, and, and he says something like, can you believe how long that light is? I can speak up and say, boy, I didn't think it was long, but the price that I pay for speaking up. What do you mean? That light was long. You weren't paying attention. I can't believe. And, and you know, now he's on this mission to prove me wrong. So you reach a point where it's not worth it to speak up anymore. So you don't share your perceptions. And in fact, you go so far as to start doubting. Well, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Maybe I'm wrong. And that really was a long light. And I just I wasn't paying attention. I need to pay more attention. And I now take on all the blame and all the shame that I am wrong. 
So how do I keep myself from being a victim of gaslighting? The perfect victim of gaslighting is someone who doubts themselves. Let me say that again. The perfect victim of gaslighting is someone who doubts themselves or even has the smallest element of doubt. The smallest fear that maybe I'm wrong can leave you a victim to gaslighting. I'll give you an example. You know, I'm a mom. I've given birth twice. I was there. Okay. I know it happened. I raised two kids. And as a mom, I don't have to have validation that I'm a mom from anyone else. I can validate that completely within myself. I know I'm a mom. So if somebody says to me, well, you know, what do you know? You're not a mom. I'm not going to need to defend that. I'm not going to feel attacked because they're just wrong. I know I'm a mom. And so that ability to validate myself is my boundary, my barrier to any uh, gaslighting. But let's take something else that's, you know, a little harder to validate within yourself sometimes, that I'm a compassionate person. I believe I'm a compassionate person. I, I think I, you know, treat people with care and kindness. You know, I'm human. I do hurt people's feelings occasionally. And when I do, I'm quick to go back and fix it because I'm a compassionate person. So if somebody, though, gaslights me or tries to gaslight me saying something like, you know, what you call yourself a compassionate person. Instantly, that challenges my perception of myself. And if I have any piece inside of me that is a little afraid that maybe I'm not a compassionate person, I am now completely hooked to their gaslighting. That small piece that I'm afraid it might be true pushes me to prove that I am a compassionate person. It pushes me to get defensive. And, and now I, I have to, you know, prove my, to, to them or to myself that I'm compassionate. And so I start putting in all the effort. I'll show you that I'm compassionate and caring. And now I go overboard to show all of my compassion. Well, who am I trying to prove it to? Am I trying to prove it to them? Or am I trying to prove it to myself? You know, one of the exercises I I recently did, I took a piece of paper and I turned it sideways so I had room for columns across it. And on the left of my paper, I put things in that column that I know I can validate about myself. So things like I'm a mom, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a podcaster. Uh, And then even characteristics that I know I can validate about myself. Okay, one is I worry too much. All right, so even negative ones. Uh, But that I'm compassionate and kind, that I'm smart, that I'm intelligent. Uh, These are things that I can write in on that column that I know I can validate about myself. But then in column number two and three, I write the things that maybe I struggle a little more to validate. Things like, um, you know, that I'm punctual. Hmm, can't always validate that about myself. So maybe I got to put that one in column two, uh, that I'm easygoing, that I'm confident, okay? Or maybe even all the way to column three that I have a great memory or that I'm fun. The further away from column one I get are the things that are harder for me to validate about myself. Well, this gave me a really good picture of where I'm the most vulnerable to gaslighting, to other people's judgment, to those hooks. And now I can start working on them. So where would I write things such as, I matter? Which column would I put that in? Can I validate that about myself, that I matter in this world? How about I'm good enough? Where does that go? How about my feelings count? 
where does that go? Another way to keep yourself from being a victim of gaslighting is to truly understand this concept of perception. So I've already said that two people can have very different perceptions at the same time because perceptions are not based on hard fact, on hard reality. So let's think for a minute about these these um, things you were putting in columns that I just mentioned about I am good enough. What does it mean to be good enough? What is your perception of that? What, you know, how would you define that? Let's look at, you know, what it means to be kind. And if you're unclear on what kindness looks like, this can leave you vulnerable to the gaslighting, to their perception of kindness or to their denial of your perception. Kindness does not mean giving them everything they want. But to a narcissistic person, kindness means you have to do everything I want. You have to, you know, you have to give in to me because this is my perception of kindness. And I'm going to say that that's not true. And I'll give you some examples. One being, I would go outside and play with the kids. We'd go out and throw a football around or do whatever we wanted to do outside. And he didn't come out. He was inside watching TV. And then he was mad at me because he said, well, you left me out. You didn't invite me to come and play with you. And so you were being mean. And so now I have to decide, is that my perception of being mean? Am I being mean? Do I need to prove that I'm not being mean? So now I have to go overboard and making sure he feels invited and welcome. Or do I validate in myself that that's not mean? These are his kids and he can choose to come in and out and play or not. I'll give you another example that's, you know, involving like a, a six-year-old child. If you've got a six-year-old child trying to learn to tie their shoes and they're frustrated while they're trying to tie their shoes, what does kindness look like? Does it look like tying their shoe for them and, and just let me just fix this and tie their shoe? Or does it look like walking away so that they can learn to tie it themselves? So to keep yourself from being a victim of gaslighting, you need to really get a hold of what your perceptions are. What are your perceptions of kindness and meanness? What are your perceptions of reality and your sense of self? Recognize that conflicting perceptions are normal and they're not actually in conflict with each other. So you don't have to give yours up. Now the question comes of, can narcissists validate themselves? Narcissistic people need a huge amount of validation. They struggle, they truly struggle at validating themselves. So they need you to agree with them. They need you to agree that they are right. They need you to um, agree that, that you were wrong. Uh, let's go back to the traffic light example. You know, they need you to validate that, uh, that they're right, that the traffic light was too long and they will go to great lengths to get there. They're going to go time all the other lights or they're going to just, you know, Google what the, typical light is or any of this kind of stuff just to get to convince you that they are right. Uh, this, this is a, a very needy personality. They have to be the smartest person or they have to be the funniest person in the room. And they are hypersensitive to anything that shows that they are not hypersensitive to the slightest prick in their self image. So why is this that they cannot validate within themselves? Now, no one gets through childhood unscathed. 
Everybody comes through childhood with internal wounds, with the wounds of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, um, I don't matter, no one likes me. All of this comes from childhood because, you know, as, as kids, our parents can't be completely attentive to all of our emotional needs. I don't care if you had the best childhood in the world. There were emotional needs that were missed. And as a child, I can't lay that blame where it truly belongs, which is, okay, but my parents were busy at work. I can't do that. And so instead I internalize, well, I'm not good enough or I don't matter. So we all come through this and no one likes how it feels. So we put this protective layer around that sense of internal shame. And that protective layer is where, you know, I've talked before about where the codependent traits and the narcissistic traits show up. And the codependent traits are, as long as I'm fixing everything for everyone else, then I feel like I do matter. I feel like I am good enough. The narcissistic traits are, as long as everybody sees me as perfect, then I do matter and I am good enough. So they have this image of superiority, this, you know, entitlement to everybody has to think that I'm great and wonderful. And because they cannot validate themselves, they have to have you also on their side uh, validating that they're good enough and they are addicted to that validation from you. They, they get defensive because they have to have that, that hook. They have to have that uh, confirmation from you. So no, they cannot validate themselves. This is one of the problems that they have. And they are constantly trying to find that validation externally. This uh, leaves them to a very addictive personality uh, to, to find that you know, sense of self from something outside of them. And in the next episode, I am going to talk a lot about the narcissistic relationships being so addictive and the effect that that has on you. So I hope that today has helped you to understand the, the value of, of getting a hold of your own perception in life, your own um, sense of reality, your own sense of self, that even if it conflicts with other people, that doesn't matter because you are allowed to have your own perception in life. So take that exercise, write those perceptions out, uh, write out those things in you that you need to validate within you. Find that sense of internal validation for you. It is your best tool against gaslighting. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. The information provided by Renee Swanson and the Covert Narcissism Podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used for diagnosis purposes and not intended to be a substitute for clinical care. Please consult a healthcare provider for guidance specific to your case. This material discusses narcissism in general. It does not claim that any specific person has narcissism and should not be used to refer to any specific person as having narcissism. Permission is not granted to link to or repost this material to support an allegation or a claim that any specific person is a narcissist. That would be an unauthorized misuse of the material and information provided.